Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the Weekly Report. Biden is calling up military reserves. Are your kids next? As a rule, U.S. war reporting since Vietnam has been mostly mainstream media cheerleading the mission rather than digging beyond government war propaganda. After all, it was images of American boys coming home in body bags shown on the 6 o'clock news across America that finally galvanized mainstream opposition to that war. The Pentagon learned its lesson by the first Gulf War and it severely restricted up-close media coverage. Only trusted journalists were able to report from the front lines. Most of the press corps wrote up stories based on U.S. military press releases from luxury hotels in Baghdad. By the time of Gulf War II, the Pentagon came up with the concept of embedding select journalists with the troops. This allowed the story to be framed by the Pentagon with the false impression that actual journalism was taking place. It felt authentic because the journalist was with the troops and close to the action, but the story presented what the Pentagon wanted to be presented. This is perhaps a long way of pointing out that U.S. mainstream media coverage of the war in Ukraine leaves a lot to be desired. Yes, sometimes the truth does slip out in publications like the New York Times, which reported last week that in just the first weeks of the Ukraine's counteroffensive, at least 20% of the weaponry and equipment donated by the U.S. and NATO has been destroyed. However, usually what the mainstream media serves up are Pentagon and neocon talking points. Russia is losing, they report. Russia has already lost, as Biden said recently. Most Americans don't go out of their way to listen to the actual experts like Colonel Doug McGregor, who from the beginning has been telling a very different story. Thus, Americans continue to be fed propaganda. There's a funny thing about propaganda, though. Sometimes it comes face to face with contradictory reality and is shown to be nothing but a pack of lies. Take, for example, last week's shocking report that President Biden had signed an order to mobilize 3,000 U.S. military reservists for deployment to Europe in support of the 2014 Operation Atlantic Resolve. What is Atlantic Resolve? It was launched in the aftermath of the U.S. Baku in Ukraine and the ensuing unrest under the U.S.-installed puppet government. So if Russia is losing, or has already lost, as Biden said last week, why has it suddenly become necessary to call up U.S. reserve forces? Well, in the midst of one of the most serious U.S. military recruiting crises ever, it seems Washington does not have sufficient troops for its anti-Russia mission in Ukraine. So what is the mission, and why does it seem to be creeping toward sending more Americans close to the battle zone? No one in the administration seems interested in explaining it, and no one in the U.S. media or Congress seems interested in asking.
We are on a very slippery slope with Biden's neocons continuing to escalate in the face of massive Ukrainian losses and an apparent shortage of U.S. troops. Make no mistake, if the U.S.-NATO proxy war with Russia is not halted, the next step will be to look at the U.S. Selective Service. That means they are coming from your kids. How long before America wakes up and says no? Thanks for listening.